What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast with me, your host, The Bishop, TW Takes. Do not forget, do not forget, review if you do, rate if you feel. Follow me at TW Takes Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Email me with all your terrible takes at bishoptwtakes at gmail.com. It's now time for more terrible wrestling takes. Oh shit, here we go. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say except for what the fuck, man. I, I don't know. I'm 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 Mr. Look on the bright side, right? Like let's let's not bash the fucking product. But I, I don't I don't have it in me to to pacify main roster WWE this week. We are gearing up for what seems to be almost consensus the wrestling fans favorite pay-per-view royal rumble is something that we we hold dear um and shout to backstage for giving us natty versus tamina to see who number 30 is as opposed to announcing the men's number 30 entrant because that was rumored too and that pissed off a lot of us so at least they changed that we're going to get who is number one and number two in the men's and number 30 in the women's, and that's okay. That's that's fine. And we're going to see a match for it on backstage. Gives you a reason to watch backstage. I'm okay with it now. I was going to avoid backstage altogether. But now that it's on a Saturday night, it'll be a little bit easier to put on. Here's my fucking problem. The biggest fucking problem I have with Raw and SmackDown this week. I, I even gave them a pass. I go, you know what? This might be some, some COVID-related way to get as many matches on TV as possible. And then they just fucking checked out. They just completely checked out. You don't fucking recycle matches with 150 fucking people that are going to be in the, the Royal Rumble anyway. Just break it up and have three different fucking matches. On Raw, I was pissed off about it. And then they did that shit again on SmackDown with even more people. And it made even less sense. I mean, where are your fucking tag team champions? They weren't even on the show. So what the fuck is going on? We tune in because we want to watch. You know, I I heard whispers that uh, AEW dropped in ratings and NXT went up in ratings this week. And as I'm hearing the analysis of AEW compared to what I saw on NXT, I go, well, AEW did everything to gain fans after having a shit show last week, and NXT didn't quite put on the show to keep those fans who decided to tune back in. And and fucking WWE did it this week. Fuck it, just last week. Last week, I did a show per show. I did an episode for Raw, an episode for NXT, and an episode for SmackDown because they were that good last week. And this week, they weren't. They fucking weren't. And we're heading into the Royal Rumble wondering what the fuck is going to happen. And when we're not seeing these people on TV, you can go the, the IWC route. You can do the Fantasy Booker route and go, oh, well, they weren't on TV because they're going to win the Royal Rumble. And I took it this way. Hey, if you're going to be smart about a WWE, tell people to quarantine. Tell people to stay at home. Don't contact anybody. Give it a week. No positive tests. Let's fucking go. And that would have made more sense. But if you're going to have a fucking great idea like SmackDown and go, let's have AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan, fucking give us AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. We had such a good match. And then they ruined it by bringing in Cesaro and Big E 
and Sami Zayn and Nakamura. Why? Why? Just so I can watch Sami Zayn wrestle? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. No. No, Marsh. That's not why. Shouts. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, you have an opportunity to put on whatever you want. It is up to you to get the criticism because it's your product. I gave, of course, we, we all love SmackDown better than anything else, right? SmackDown's putting on that show. So when we started out, we had Bailey versus Bianca Belair as our first match of the night. And Marsh and I discussed this, you know, a couple weeks ago. Maybe Bailey is trending in a way where she is going to build the entire women's division. And this Bianca Belair was the worst that I've seen in the ring. She was moving too fast. She was completely out of place. Her promo work, she seemed scared. She was completely out of breath. What the fuck is going on? Now, I'm not going to shit on her after one bad performance, but with all these rumors that Bianca better win, everybody behind her back, that's fucking bullshit. Because that person that was in the ring ain't fucking ready. And if Bailey can't guide you through the entire match or you can't submit yourself to Bailey, and I'm not even shitting on Bianca for this. I'm just saying how this looked. I don't know what happened except for what I saw. It looked like Bianca was moving way too fast and not following Bailey's lead. And if she was too nervous for an opening match on SmackDown, she's way too nervous for a fucking WrestleMania match. Sam Roberts said it fucking three years ago. Bianca's not ready for a title match. Well, Bianca ain't ready for this fucking spotlight. She did not look good at all. And I love Bianca. As you all know, I fucking love women's wrestling. If there was any match that I honestly thought that Bailey versus Bianca was going to be better than AJ and Daniel Bryan. Because Daniel Bryan hasn't been looking good. That's just my opinion. When I'm watching Daniel Bryan, he hasn't been looking as good as he did just a couple years ago. And I'm not, I'm not a Daniel Bryan guy. And it actually is easier for me to point out when he doesn't look good than give credit for when he does. But when he does... I do give credit. We just haven't had the podcast for that point in time yet. But you will hear me give him credit for sure. Because I'm at in the heart of it, I'm a wrestling fan. So I just need good wrestling. Now, anyway, I thought Bailey versus Bianca was going to be the match of the night. I thought they were going to get a good amount of time, and they did. The time they gave us, man, it was tough. Man, it was tough. Just setting up for a suplex. Bianca's head isn't in the right spot. On that finisher, she almost fucking dropped Bailey on her own leg, on, on Bianca's own leg. You know, that's that's some neck issues pending to happen. Like, just the where the spots were, they, they did not line up. That shit where they were going into the corner. I forgot who fucked it up. You know, it's like, come on. Now, they did play the shoulder angle pretty well, but there was no cause of strength affected by the shoulder. And that's a misstep when trying to cover up for these weaknesses. Like, it's just that that education, that knowledge isn't there yet. And it will be because Bianca is that special. I do agree that she is that special. But you have to get there. We don't need this Charlotte-style love for her where she's going to be the best in EST. I get it. EST is a great fucking gimmick, but you're not yet. You are not yet. But you should be the EST at every level of which you perform. So she needs to be the EST of opening SmackDown. And then she can be the EST of middling SmackDown. And then she can be the EST of headlining SmackDown. And then headlining pay-per-views. And then headlining WrestleMania. She can get there, but there are levels to this. And we as fans know that because we can watch that. You know, what's the, what's the second best match on every WrestleMania? You know, the opening match. 
if you're not if you're not at the end, you want to be at the beginning. Those ladder matches that we got, all that shit, man. You know, be that opener. And she she had her opportunity, and I think they fucking missed, man. I really do think they missed. I was I was so disappointed. So disappointed because there's an opportunity where if you take, even if you take from, from Raw, there's going to be limited matches. We knew we weren't going to get a lot, right? We knew we, we weren't going to get a lot on SmackDown because, for one, it's two hours, and two, Raw didn't give us anything. So this was their opportunity to put in that work, and I just think they fucking missed, man. And I, I, I'm, not, I'm not happy about it, you know, but, hey, that's, that's my opinion, right? I mean, maybe you guys liked it. I, I fucking doubt it. I didn't see much positive going on. I know people still riding that Bianca bandwagon, but... That one was just, I don't know. Fucking, uh, I did mention AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. They wanted to throw out there that there's a, a quarterly invitational. So there's your brand-to-brand turnaround, all that bullshit. Just just say you're heading into the Royal Rumble, and I wanted to stop by. That's it. You don't have to sell us some fake bullshit. We already know what's going on. Just just tell us something more believable than what you feel like making up at the time. Because I'm sure in two months there's going to be another quarterly one, and you know quarters are three. Like, well... You know what I mean? Quarter months. Ask Graham. He'll tell you all about it. I thought Dominic versus Corbin, I, I, I didn't know what to think. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm watching the match and I go, wait a second. I thought they're doing it Ray's way this week. So Ray's way is to have Dominic do it again and then sit on commentary. And he did a good job, uh, Ray, when he got involved. Again, I said it, these little motions by Ray are making sense. But Dominic again catches that ass whooping. And does nothing for either one of them. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? You know? But anyway, we got... That I mean, that's it, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. That's it. We got we got the Bailey match. We got the Bian- Bailey bianca match. We got Dominic versus Corbin. We got AJ versus Daniel Bryan. Which turned out to be fucking awesome. And then... Nope. Sami Zayn gets involved, Big E gets involved, Nakamura gets involved, Cesaro gets involved, hey, let's do a six-man tag, and then fucking Miz and Morrison, who are here from brand to brand, they get involved, and then fucking Otis comes out, and they tell us that little bit of storyline that used to happen, and now it's a five-on-four, who could that fifth person be? And Sheamus comes out, and Sheamus gets to pin on everyone. But why are you doing this fucking match? Why are you doing this match? Give us Daniel Bryan versus AJ fucking Styles. And how many times do we get do we get fucking uh 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 you know Roman Reigns? What was it? Roman Reigns was against Kevin Owens or Chris Jericho in the main event of Raw, like fucking I think it was like twenty one out of like twenty five weeks while they were trying to build that storyline a couple years ago at the Festival of Friendship. He was the how many times do we get those matches over and over and over again? These guys know how to wrestle. They could have given us anything. If they said, hey, just give us a, a, a middled a middled style match, 12 minutes. And then you give us a match with Cesaro versus Nakamura. Or Cesaro and Nakamura versus, or I guess the way they did it, because they put Cesaro on the heel side, right? Give us Nakamura and Big E versus Cesaro and Sami Zayn. Those are two separate matches with the same amount of people, and it makes more fucking sense. It makes more sense. You have time. And it's not, oh, let's have a good match. Break it up. Add more. Oh, this match is getting pretty cool. Break it up. Add more. Why? Why? Fucking why? Tell me why. Tell me why. 
It doesn't, it doesn't, it, <laughs> yes, it's wrestling. I get it, okay? But when you, again, any fucking show that you watch on TV, period. If the episode doesn't make sense, why would you watch again? The shit needs to make sense. And when they do these recycled matches, you're trying to show us that it doesn't matter to you. This is what we're feeding you. Well, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I'm excited for the Royal Rumble, but I'm more excited because we're doing the watch along with Wrestling on the Rocks. It's going to be me, at Kevlar on the Rocks, at Ref Marsh, Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash TWTakesPodcast. Okay, they're giving away two t-shirts. I'm giving away a Rattlesnake Wrestling Pin from at Wrestling Pins. It's going to be a fucking blast, regardless of the content they give us. Because you get to hear this kind of shit in real time. And Twitch is fucking uncensored, so I'm going, man. I'm going. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to be hanging out have some fucking fun. The cool part is, we'll all be waiting for our number on a t-shirt. You guys will end up getting the spinner on to see who gets the pin. I mean, we're going to have a good fucking time. Regardless of the shit that comes out. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm fucking, oh, my fucking mind, man. I don't understand. You got Miz and Morrison coming over for the brand of brand invitational, right? And this, this fucking, this is where, this is where they, they did this little planted seed and they fucked us over, okay? Again, the first night on Raw that Miz had the briefcase, he should have cashed in on McIntyre because he had, the, oh, Randy Orton, sorry, because Randy Orton had won it at the time. Should have cashed in on Randy Orton, stole the belt away. It, the Money in the Bank would be gone. The title would be gone off of him by TLC, right? They did the same fucking thing on SmackDown. On SmackDown, they showed you Miz and Morrison beating down Big E. And Miz is greatly associated, greatly, and I do not overuse that word, greatly associated with the Intercontinental Championship. He can easily cash that money in the bank in on the IC title and make that title fucking legit. Have him go to SmackDown, feud with Big E, boom. Okay? There's your fucking fantasy booking from Terrible Wrestling Takes. I don't fantasy book because shit like that's too fucking obvious that they won't do. Yes, just in time 211, I get you, brother. That money in the bank is supposed to be prestigious. But it's been a shit show since it started. I was all on the Otis bandwagon. And you know what I was thinking too? If Miz cashes in this IC title, Twitter's going to break. People are going to go, oh my god, that's so amazing. No, I said that shit when Otis won it. Cash it in on the tag titles. Do something different. Give us a story. What happened to Tucker since they broke up? Tucker's fucking by the wayside. We don't even know where he is. He had a different uniform one day. I didn't even notice it was him. He's starting to look like fucking Duke the Dumpster Drossy, man. He's going to turn into Repo Man next. The fucking Stalker. Shout out to Barry Windham. What are we doing? What are we doing? You have an opportunity to do something dope. I mean, they, they, they were literally doing the camera angle and the way Miz and Morrison were beating down Big E. I, was, I, I saw it in my head. The Miz standing up and giving that inquisitive look like, wait a second. Maybe I should just cash in now. If he cashed in on the IC title and won it, and he fucking talking smack promo on that shit, come on. It writes itself. This shit writes itself. And you know what that would do? Not give you a six-man fucking tag match after a great fucking match that we were getting with AJ and Daniel Bryan. That wouldn't have given you the dumbass fucking tag team, the 
10-man tag match that we had. Come on, man. Come on. Do something. Do anything. Leading into this Royal Rumble, again, I was like, cool. Raw's given us this COVID-free environment so no wrestlers get it by smacking against each other. Not a big deal. Let's keep everybody here. But then you put 10 people in a fucking match. And then and then you fucking ruin it. You ruin the opportunity to be surprised at the Royal Rumble. All this wrestling that I watched this week, I forgot about Braun Strowman. I forgot about him. If his music hits at the right time in the Rumble, I'm hype at home. I never once, never once care about the crowd reactions. And that's because when I got back into this shit six fucking years ago, almost seven years ago, I had to hear boos before Roman Reigns could talk. I had to hear fight forever. That the first time I heard it, Sami Zayn versus Nakamura, as Sami Zayn mentioned on SmackDown. First time I ever heard it. And then what did they do like two weeks later? Did that chant again. Did that chant again. Did that chant again. They kept recycling because they, they're not fucking original and they want to hijack the show. What can we say that everybody's going to chant? I fucking, I live right next to Philadelphia. Cannot go to Raw without somebody chanting ECW at the wrong fucking time. Chanting CM Punk at the wrong fucking time. What chance? While I'm trying to listen to a promo, I don't want to hear what chance. Stone Cold ain't out there. Okay? Daniel Bryan turns heel, and you're still doing yes chance. You're fucking up the crowd. You're fucking up the experience. That's half the time why I watch this shit on mute. So I don't need a fucking crowd there to get the dope rumble pop of a surprise return. No, I'm at home. I'm not there. I'm. There's always, always, always more people at home than there are in the arena. So stop pandering to the arena crowds and give us the shit at home. I think it was at Just a Wrestling 5 said it too. The surprises ain't for the people there because there are no people there. Fucking surprise us at home. Surprise us. Don't, don't let us call all, all the shots. Okay? I've heard tons of rumors. Okay? The buddy at work. Came up to me in the parking lot as I was trying to leave on Friday. And I'm like, dude, I, I fucking, I tried to avoid you all week. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to hear his rumors because he has a particular side that he leans on when it comes to wrestling. Okay, he's a huge Brock Lesnar guy. So he wanted to give me all the Brock Lesnar spoilers as I was trying to leave. Plus he's a Bucks fan and I'm a Packers fan and I didn't want to go through that shit. I'm not trying to be cynical here because you know that's not how I get down. I try to look at this as what they gave us. And what they gave us on Friday was fucking bullshit. You just put 11 people at the end of that show. Two of them in which I can see winning. Sheamus and Braun Strowman. The last two that came out. Two that didn't even need to be there. The other one a lot of people want is Big E. The Miz going into it makes no sense. He has money in the bank. Everyone else in that match is just going to be there for fun. Maybe AJ wins. It's very possible AJ wins. But he's not really doing anything, and that might be the key why. But why would you spoil Braun Strowman at the end of the fucking night? Why? It went from a throwaway show to a go-fuck-yourself show. I had high hopes with Bailey and fucking Bianca, and it didn't work. 
the match just didn't work. That 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 happens. That happens almost weekly. A match just doesn't work. That one though, we have Bailey who's done amazing work in 2020, and we have Bianca who is sitting in the passenger seat on a rocket ship. She is getting there. Okay? And she's not there yet, and that's that's why that match fell flat. Okay? Highlight of the show by far. Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns doing the promo. Fucking fantastic. Fucking fantastic. And all that shit that I talked last week about Kevin Owens putting putting Roman Reigns through the table, double stunner and all that shit, I get it. Yes, I got worked. Not a problem. That's what I'm supposed to do. Because this week, Roman goes, without saying it, you got my body last week. I'm going to get your brain this week. He fucked up Kevin Owens in the head. So now he's walking in to Royal Rumble with an edge. He has the mental edge. He got Kevin Owens so hot, turned the monitor off. It's fucking great. Absolutely phenomenal. The body heals, the mind wanders. Absolutely phenomenal. Great fucking promo, guys. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Other than that, again, the Bailey-Bianca effort, okay. Hey, uh, Sasha Reginald. Sasha and Reginald backstage, really good. We got to hear Reginald speak. He's got this uh, French twang to him. Uh, Supposedly, he's from St. Louis. I don't know. I just seen some rumors on Twitter. I didn't look into him. I'm, I'm all here for Reginald. I love how uh, I love how when Sasha kind of flipped it on him, he gained intrigue. I don't like Sasha with a suitor, mostly because we know that she's married and her husband makes her costumes. Let's just have Sasha do what Sasha does. She doesn't need dissension between Reginald and Carmella. I was talking to the wife last night about it. Shout out to at Mrs. TW Takes. She couldn't make it on right now. But we were talking about how when after what we saw from Reginald last week, Whatever this is, hopefully he can get something to get him going forward because his performance inside the ring, really awesome. Telling you, other than that, I am completely, completely pissed off with SmackDown and and Raw because we're we're setting up into a fantastic fucking pay-per-view or at least it's supposed to be a fantastic pay-per-view and we don't know what we're getting. I'm fucking bothered that we're not getting tag team championship matches. We're getting a women's tag team match. But the Hurt Business doesn't have to put up their titles. Fucking Dirty Dogs, Rude and Ziggler. They don't have to put up their titles. I don't know what the fuck, man. Seems like it's going to be a short watch along. You know, maybe a, a 7, 7 to 11. You know, maybe even a 7 to 10, 30. There's only six matches listed. Sasha versus Carmella, which I'm leaning... I'm leaning Sasha. She's just doing great character work. Her attitude is right there. The problem is, what do we do with Carmella after this? And Carmella is doing phenomenal character work as well. Plus, their matches have been awesome. So I look forward to this being a really good fucking match. I just don't know who's going to win and where do we go if Sasha wins again. So I'm going to lean towards Carmella on this. And I would love to see it done really well. We also have the Women's Tag Team Championships on the line. Asuka and Charlotte versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I'm going Jackson Baszler here because I want Asuka and Charlotte to move into the next direction. 
They're showing Lacey and Charlotte doing their thing. I would imagine this is where the titles come off of them. I don't know what's up with Peyton Royce, but when I fucked up and thought that Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce won the titles, they probably should have because they've been doing nothing since. I don't know what's going on with WWE. I don't know what's going on with their superstars, but these these title storylines have really hit a halt. They've really hit a halt. The fact that they haven't built up any tag teams since TLC on either side and the fact that, you know, we have these streamlined stories uh, about, you know, Kevin Owens and uh, Drew McIntyre and Goldberg. It's just there's no other even secondary contenders in the wings. So, you know, Riddle versus fucking uh, Lashley could have been on this card, but you don't want to do that. You know, Big E doesn't have a title match. So when Bobby Lashley and Big E both enter the Rumble, well, now you know there's only 28 people that can win because they're not going to win. They're just not going to do that. They haven't done it since, um, what, uh, fucking Cena and Seth Rollins when he had the U.S. and the the main title, again, six, seven years ago. You know, and before that, when was the time before that? So, and I wasn't watching that, so I don't know. So why would, why would they do that now? It's just not the right time for that. So anyway, I think Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler take the titles back. Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg should be good. Um, a lot of you guys out there, you know, I think I'm honestly I'm seeing about fifty fifty on Twitter between who who you guys want to win this match. I don't mind Goldberg winning because Drew McIntyre has has been losing me. I'm not I'm not feeling what he's doing. It none of it. None of it is pulling me in anymore. I compared it to to women who do promos. When Drew does his promo, I don't know if he's a good guy, a bad guy, if he's happy, if he's sad, if he's angry. None of that. His inflection doesn't change enough. It happens a lot with Bailey. It happens a lot with Sasha. Um, honestly, even Becky. Like most of the women, when they promo, they they're they're too monotone in their inflection. You don't grasp the emotion. And I'm not getting that with Drew. Uh, it's just, it doesn't work for me. So if Drew loses it, that's fine. I've said for a while, I want him and Sheamus in a tag team together. I think we would get the most value there. But what do you do with Goldberg after that? I don't care. I don't care. Just give us something, anything. So we'll see. I think the obvious, uh, if Goldberg wins, the obvious, you know, would be that by by Mania, he still has the title, so let, let's see what let's see what happens. But let's let's go into the match not knowing what's going on, and whatever they give us, we'll make the reaction then. And you can catch that live twitch.tv slash podcast there in the entire Royal Rumble. Uh, we also have Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in a Universal Title match. This match, last man standing, by the way. I am, I am hoping is the last one for now. Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, they do no wrong together. And I think it's funny because Kevin Owens is Mr. Indie Guy's favorite wrestler. Roman Reigns is anti-Indie Guy's favorite wrestler. And they respect each other so much because of what they do together. And what we're going to get on Sunday is going to be fucking incredible. Hopefully it's epic enough to where they don't do it again for a long time. And we'll see what happens. I would actually like to see Kevin Owens as a title holder 
And I think the way that they built this, he could actually beat Roman Reigns and it not fuck up the Tribal Chief gimmick and put Roman Reigns in position to, like, level up. Because we haven't seen him, like, Hulk out or anything, right? He's been doing this Godfather-type persona, and he is, you know, the monster that he is, but he hasn't he hasn't hulked up that monster. So imagine that. Imagine he loses and then just goes on a fucking tirade. Wouldn't be a bad idea. I still see Roman Reigns winning, but we'll see what happens. Other than that, we got the Men's Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble. I don't care who wins. As long as they tell us the right story. I don't really have personal predictions for those either. Because we are going to get surprises. I think it would be dope if some of the rumors are true. I do not see Bianca Belair winning. I do not see Keith Lee winning. That's all I'll say. Other than that, I don't know what else to throw out there for those matches. I believe this. Had I recorded this last night, I would have been a lot worse than I am now. I, I, I had a chance to sleep on it. I had a chance to to think about it and just go off on, you know, moderately. So, look, only thing I got left to say, Royal Rumble watch along. Come have some fucking fun. No matter where you are in the world, twitch.tv slash podcast. It's going to be myself, along with the crew from Wrestling on the Rocks. At Ref Marsh, at Kevlar on the Rocks, we're going to be live streaming the entire Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Come watch along. If you join the chat in the watch-along on twitch.tv slash podcast, and you make yourself known, I will put you into a spinning wheel for a rattlesnake wrestling pin from the guys over at Wrestling Pins. It's a dope pin, and it is yours to win as long as you enter the chat. I got to see your name come up in the chat. I will pull your name and then be live for when I spin that wheel, and, and you'll win the pin. I'll get your address, send it to you. It's in my hand, so you know I don't have to wait for it to come from Europe. Also, Wrestling on the Rocks, if you enter their 1 through 30 raffle, you will be put in at random, and your number will be announced soon. You'll be put in for a t-shirt for the men's rumble and a t-shirt for the women's rumble. I believe it's the same number for both. It's free. You pick the shirt, it gets sent to you. So, DM up, let's get these numbers full, and let's join the fucking watch-along. Let's have some fucking fun. This is wrestling, and wrestling should be fun. So come join us for the watch along, twitch.tv slash podcast. myself, Bishop TW Takes, my guy, at Ref Marsh, the homie, at Kevlar on the Rocks, quite possibly, at Mrs. TW Takes. Hopefully, we'll see you guys there. So, with that being said, review if you do, rate if you feel. Follow me at TW Takes Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Share your terrible wrestling takes via my pinned tweet. Email me, bishoptwtakes at gmail.com. Until next time.